and welcome to PCTY Talks. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson. During our time together, we'll stay close to the news and info you need to succeed as an HR pro. And together, we'll explore topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, and real-life HR situations we face every day. Okay, let's dive right into the episode. Joining me today is Karen Clamara. Karen is a director here at Paylocity, and her focus is on driving strategic programs that pave the way for future talent in the technology space, all while creating and driving efforts that cultivate inclusive and diverse teams. She has over 20 years' experience in the technology space, and additionally, Karen is the co-chair for our Women's Empowerment Employee Resource Group, SheRose. So Karen, thanks for taking some time to chat with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So our topic today is around mentorship, and I thought we'd start by seeing if you could share a little bit about your own journey having a mentor and what that experience was like. Yeah, I'd be happy to share. So as you said, I have spent about 20 plus years of my career in technology in a variety of roles. Um, the I would say that my journey for mentorship actually started at my previous employer and pretty early in my career, I had an opportunity to join a formal mentor program as a mentee. The company that I worked for at the time had made a decision to invest in high potential females. And um, luckily I was chosen to go through that program and they engaged an external organization called Mentium. At that time, though Mentium may have changed over the years, uh, they were specifically focused on creating relationships um, through mentorship for women across organizations. So it wasn't even within our own organization, you got to be partnered up with somebody outside of your organization. Um, The person that I was paired up with was an established and accomplished female at a large organization which was comparable in size and technology to ours. And while the program itself had a lot of formality to it up front, the relationship that we built was organic and informal. And so that's to say it started out with very helpful direction, guidance on creating goals and exercises that helped us focus our conversation. But through that and growing through that relationship, we were able to to build something that was not necessarily where it started, but um, getting guidance on things for my everyday activities to those goals, to what it looked like to be at a different organization. I was lucky enough to have a similar experience at, at a previous company as well. And um, that bond you make with that mentor is unlike anything else. It really puts you in a vulnerable situation. Do you have any, I don't know, big takeaways that you had from that experience? Yeah, so uh, the biggest takeaway would certainly be the value that a mentorship program itself has if you if you find a connection with somebody um, that can give you guidance, give you an objective opinion, not be afraid to tell you that uh, you might be going down the wrong path, but also in this instance, to have insight into a network that was outside of your exact reach and your current organization, like getting a view in and the things that you could bring back to maybe impact other people in your organization that I thought was really impactful. That's awesome. Um, for, for me, one of the things I really enjoyed was how how much this person pushed me 
and give me some of those like talking mantras in your head when you when you start to think about like imposter syndrome and some of the stuff that women typically deal with as they're growing in their career. Um, in your role specifically here at Paylocity, I know that you've been really passionate about identifying opportunities to help women grow. Um, why do you think mentorship is a good option for that? First and foremost, it's no secret that female talent in technology is the minority. And so that in and of itself is a problem that we're trying, we're tackling separately. But we also realize that the investment in the talent that we have is really critical and developing that talent in a deliberate way. Mentorship is just one of the ways that we can do that. We, we want to be sure that women are being developed, promoted at the same pace as men. And again, mentorship is only one aspect that can help uh, keep that pace. So I know that you've worked on a program inside of Product and Tech, uh, specifically for females, but really centering around this mentorship idea. Um, how did you go about designing that program and maybe sharing just a little bit about what that program is? All right. First, so I'd like to just mention that while we absolutely intended to start this with a focus on women, we have certainly had other interests outside of our female population, which is awesome. Um, and going back from there, if you ask five different people what a mentor is or what they want out of a mentor program, you're going to get five different answers. And so that's how we started. We actually asked our community, what is it that you, when you say you want a mentor, what is it that you're looking for? What are the needs that you're trying to meet? And so to that end, where we ended up was figuring that to some, it meant just having an ear for everyday situations, offering some suggestions. They could be in the same role, maybe on a different team, or somebody maybe a little bit more advanced in that, that role family. To others, it meant somebody who you really have, you're tapping into their expertise, who's a SME, a subject matter expert in that area, and they're trying to grow with very tactical skill. And then others, it could just be, I just want to build relationships with other people on other teams. And I want to have connections so that I, I know if I run across an issue that I have somebody in that part of the business that I can talk to and, and work it out with. Because of those variety of needs, we knew that a one-size-fits-all approach wasn't going to work. Now, this is not necessarily something that every organization can implement, but we did go with a three-prong approach. We call it our three C's. We call it the cohort, the coach, and the confidant. And where that, that lands is a cohort is created when there's more than one woman interested in developing the same skill. And that's a very targeted training on a tactical skill. So an example is a group of women wanted to enhance their public speaking skills or their storytelling skills. So we held a session that was only this group of 10 women that had a, a professional a trainer come in and work with them on that. And the, the, the environment there was such a safe one, knowing that everybody had the same desire. You're in a community of like-minded women who want to learn as you do, and you feel safe. And that was, that was a great example of a cohort created. The other example is coach. So a coach is really a one-on-one -on -one relationship where we match employees who are looking to develop a particular skill with a subject matter expert in that area. So this is one-on-one. -on -one. It could be ongoing. It could be a few sessions that they have, but it is, again, it's very targeted and it's one-on-one. -on -one. And then the final one is what we're calling the confidant. And that is where I just need somebody who is a trusted advisor, who's going to actively listen to me, tell me I'm not crazy or tell me I am crazy. 
And an outside objective voice that is part of your support system, somebody who can validate your experiences and, and bounce your ideas off of. Once we had the structure of what those three avenues would look like, then we just started from the ground up talking to women, like which one of these resonates with you and at, put out a survey, sign up, which one would be interested and who would be interested in being a coach or a trainer or a confidant. And, and then it was handpicking matches. So it doesn't have to be super formal. It, it really can be from the ground up. And once you start to pair those people up and check in with them, that's when the magic happens. I love that. That's when the magic happens. I love that uh, mentality. As you've seen this program grow, and, and obviously you're already getting some good feedback if you're getting traction kind of outside of your uh, initial target group, how are you measuring success uh, or, or what positive outcomes have you seen from the program? Yeah, and, and I feel like there's two parts to this, um, this answer. One is, is what you can't measure, but you know is true. And that's really in the, the subjective nature of a, a relationship that's being built. So for me, I think the most impactful measurement is that you hear your participants say they feel a sense of accomplishment, they feel heard, they feel seen and included. They know the organization values them and that there is being um, an investment being made in them. And then there is certainly the more objective measure. So we like to look at how many more people have we grown in this program? How many people have asked to join us by word of mouth? Because somebody said, did you know about this? Maybe you should reach out to somebody and talk about it. And so the volume that we're getting just because of word of mouth, that's a, a, a data point that we can actually look, look at and, and um, track. And then individuals might have development goals, a development goal that is very particular to the relationship with the coach. Tracking those to completion, that's another measure that we've been looking at. And then while we don't have a target on how many promotions we want to see, we certainly can track that. And that can be an indicator that is saying that we are making some progress here. So I guess the next question is conversely, you know, what challenges have you encountered introducing this new program? Yeah, so um, it, it actually kind of goes back to that previous question, depending on your organization and how how much data and metrics drive decisions to do something. Some of these things can be hard to measure, and um, and you know how do you put a metric on somebody's engagement and growth? Maybe it's how long they stay at the company or how quickly they got promoted. But at the end of the day, if you're putting forth uh, the idea for a program like this and you and you can't ground everything in a metric, then that might not show your business that there's value here. And so that to me is part of the challenge here. Um, and the other thing that that I think when you present this, Somebody might say, what happens if this relationship isn't working out? How do I get out of it? And, and that's why we've got program, what we're calling program managers, to help manage that and help to say, is it working? Is it, if it's not, it's okay. We will help manage that conversation. No hurt feelings, because sometimes it just doesn't, it's just not a match. I love that you have an exit strategy. Um, you, you totally nailed it there. You might get paired with a mentor that um, doesn't understand your cadence of life, can't relate to things you're going through. Um, so I love that that's built into the program. You mentioned promotions, and I think that I've seen a lot of these programs in the past where um, there's either 
guaranteed is not the right word, but you know, there's a very clear path. You know, you're going to go through this step. You're going to have a mentor for this long. Then you get into a promotion. It doesn't sound like you guys took that approach when looking at this program. Um, is there a promotional piece built in? Great question. So no, uh, while we celebrate all promotions and have a space to do that, and um, some participants actually say their goal of this is to be promoted. And that comes with you know, un unveiling that, like you have to figure out what are the things that they have to work on in order to get that promotion. But at the end of the day, that's not an outcome that we're really looking to achieve with this program and is never guaranteed. Um, promotions at different companies are based on a number of factors. And really the goal would be that our program here is only one of the factors that helps somebody on their path to promotion. Those listening might think, I'm not big enough to have a formal blown out program when it comes to mentorship. Um, and we've experienced that in what we are doing with Shiro's and, and how we're looking at empowering women across the org, not just in product and tech, which you support, um, but in your other role as co-chair of um, our Shiro's ERG, um, we are looking at kind of a start small of a mentor program. And I'd love if you could share a little bit about that program and and how we plan to have that kind of come to life and potentially be a stepping stone for other programs. Yeah, I, I love talking about this because uh, this is, and I'll, I'll say was not my original idea, um, so I can't take credit for it, but I'm really excite, excited to execute on it. So um, a suggestion, this is for a light and easy framework that anybody could stand up and is hopefully actually fun for, for anybody who participates. So we're calling it the Confident Connection, and you can think of it like speed dating for a mentor without the creepiness factor. Um, the basic premise is that you have a list of interested mentees and a list of potential mentors. And you tell the mentees to come prepared. The only preparation really is this part, is that the mentees come prepared with one question. Uh, and it could be something that they're actively working on, that they're thinking about, that um, it, it's kind of like an interview for, think of an, one interview question that you would have for a mentor. And so an example might be, I want to get better at public speaking. What advice would you have for me? Or I'm looking for suggestions on how to better balance my home and work life. What have you faced and what have you done about it? And so so they prepare that, and we, as the committee of our employee resource group, will set up networking time. And so let's say you have five mentees to one mentor, and your ratio might be different based on your uh, volume of interest, and um, a half hour that you're going to schedule for that mentor. Each mentee is going to come in and have five to 10 minutes with that mentor. And they're going to ask that question. And the mentor is going to say, here's everything that I know about public speaking, what I've done, what I haven't done, and how I can help you. They might say, you know what, that's actually something I'm working on too. And I probably am not the best person for you. The best case scenario is at the end of that half hour or whatever time slot that is, the mentee says, wow, I just made five connections. And I really think that there's at least one here that I can continue with to build on what goal I have that we started with. And then you let them go from there. And so really the management and the framework of it is putting people together 
and then letting them take it from there. There's no commitment on either end. You're just having a five to 10 minute conversation about your goal and you're hopefully building some relationships and best case scenarios, you walk away and you're able to set up three more meetings, get some more tangible advice, and maybe it goes on from there. But um, at the end of the day, you've created connections across the organization. That's such a great uh, way to also encourage networking like you shared you know even if you aren't connected with that that mentor and they didn't click with you now you have at least one more person in your rolodex to know like hey who could i refer somebody to that that um is looking for that same kind of help and and potentially that mentor that i didn't pick maybe they're a good fit for them so i'm really excited about this program uh, i think it's going to be such a, a unique way of building those connections and that stepping stone for mentorship and you can build off of a program like that. So they they can work in, in tandem or they can work as stepping stones. You know, maybe you, you did do this part first and then you go into um, that more formal program that we talked about earlier. So absolutely. Karen, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me talking about mentorships. I'm excited about this journey that we're on at Paylocity with this topic. And it's so exciting to hear your experience and what you've done to help uh, bring to fruition some of the things we're doing. So I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was great to be here. This podcast is brought to you by Paylocity, a leading HCM provider that frees you from the tasks of today so you can focus more on the promise of tomorrow. If you'd like to submit a topic or appear as a guest on a future episode, email us at pctytalks at paylocity.com.